Could a book about Father Stewart Long be better than the movie? Well, you can decide after reading a new book by Father Bart Tolleson titled, That Was Father Stew, a memoir of my priestly brother and friend. Father Bart was close friends with the boxer-turned-priest. Now many of us saw and appreciated the portrayal of Father Stu by actor Mark Wahlberg in last year's movie. But Father Bart, he provides a unique behind-the-scenes account of Father Stu's incredible life. This book is now available from Ignatius Press. And Father Bart is joining me this morning to tell us more about his friend. Good morning, Father Bart. Thank you so much for joining the Morning Blend today. Good morning. Good to be with you. Father, as we were preparing for our interview, I shared with you how much we in the area had been following this story and the movie as it was being made because Father Stu went to seminary just down the road at beautiful Mount Angel. Now, when did you meet Father Stu? So I met Father Stu when we were both in third theology, which is you know, four years of, of a graduate seminary. So we would be the third year. And he was at Mount Angel, of course, and I was in the midst of transferring from the Diocese of Dallas as a seminary, and I had family that had moved to Montana and had discerned to, to come to Montana to be a priest here. And so I was in that process, and as I was doing that, I was like, I want to meet a seminarian for Helena. You know, I've, I knew a lot from Dallas, but I wanted to meet one from Helena, and I had a mutual friend who was studying at Mount Angel and uh, asked if he knew anybody. He said, well, here's uh, Stu Long's email. So I emailed Stu. We started a correspondence uh, via email, and we didn't meet face-to-face until the summer of 2006. Father Bart, both the movie and your book show Father Stu was a bit of a bad boy in his early life. Breaking the rules seemed to come naturally to him. I can appreciate that. I think I have a child like that in my own house. Stu would always say, I'm not breaking the rules. I'm making the rules. Oh, <laughs> Okay, I better not let that one in my house hear that line at all. Yeah. Now, you know, but sometimes, again, the just people like that, and we all know them, parents can point them out even in their own household. Sometimes those things are just naturally a part of a person's upbringing. Did some of those qualities, kind of some of those, I like to break the rule qualities, endure after he was ordained? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and they probably got enhanced after he was ordained. So. I know Bishop Thomas uh, used to joke that, you know, I, I, I believe ordaining Stu was absolutely the right decision to make despite his illness. But boy, did he give me an earful as soon as he was Father Stu. So, Ah, uh, that's funny. Well, there is hope then. Uh, holiness can be found in every person, even those, you know, honorary little ones that you might be caring for. Joining me today is Father Bart Tolleson. If you are just tuning in, Father Bart is an author of a new book about his friend, Father Stu Long. The title of the book is That Was Father Stu, a memoir of my priestly brother and friend. Well, we talked about some of those little honorary behaviors that he had, and even throughout his own suffering, he still wanted to look after the needs of others so much, though. Yeah, he broke out of his nursing home to care for others. You share a little bit about that story in your book. Tell us about it. Well, once he discovered that he could get his wheelchair to the hospital uh, and not have to get in a, a van to go over there, he just started doing that all the time. And he really wasn't supposed to be coming and going where he lived, but he didn't care. And it was like, I got to go to the hospital. So he just went. And, you know, if it was bad weather, there was once he got stuck in the snow 
for a considerable period of time that was sub-zero temperatures. And, you know, he, he almost really got injured there. And there was some grace that some guys came along and pulled him out. And then from there, he would go sometimes to other care facilities in the area in his wheelchair. And once he even he even drove his wheelchair down to Wendy's to go through the drive through So... <laughs> Uh, again, more of those uh, little honorary qualities that he always carried with him. Father Bart, we all suffer in this world, and Father Stu suffered so much because of his illness. Now, rather than just wallow in his own misery, as you said, maybe just stay held up in a nursing home and let other people take care of him, he chose to use his suffering for the salvation of souls. In what ways did he really just let that suffering be a pathway for other people to grow in holiness? You know, one of the sufferings Stu had, he was so independently minded, was actually having to let other people take care of him because he always wanted to do it himself. And as he, you know, lost the ability to to walk and, and move his arms and eventually people had to do everything for him, feed him and put his clothes on. And that for Stu, that was almost the same amount of suffering as, you know, his kind of fading body. And God really used even that to break his pride to say, you know, I'm humble enough to ask someone to scratch my head because I can't do it. And it was pretty profound to watch that uh, transformation over the years of Stu becoming more and more humble and as a result, more and more uh, strong in his faith and in his priesthood. Father Bart, your friend, Father Stu, he died in 2014. In in those years that you knew him, and especially in the years since he's died, how's he continued to inspire you to grow in holiness? Well, he's he's taught me not not to complain when things are tough, and uh, that's been a lesson that's ongoing. Uh, and also, I think to always have hope. Stu was always focused on. In, in people's own misery, bringing them hope. And so I think, you know, getting Stu's story out there now since his death, particularly with the movie and, and now the book, is for people who are struggling or starting to lose hope or starting to lose faith, whether it be, you know, in the direction of the world or direction of the country or direction even of the church, that they would remember that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. And there is always hope, even in the midst of misery and suffering and trial and tragedy. Father Bart Tolleson is joining me today. He's sharing a little bit of insider information about his good friend, Father Stu Long. The name of a new book, he recalls more of this, was That Was Father Stu, a memoir of my priestly brother and friend. Father Bart, do you think, you know, looking now that this movie has been made, do you think Father Stu would have gotten a kick out of knowing that his life was portrayed by the actor Mark Wahlberg? I think that Father Stu handpicked Mark Wahlberg <laughs> from his position to play him. It was like, this guy's a lot like me. Uh, this guy needs a good project to work on, and I'm going to put it in his purview. But almost like everything Stu ever did, it, you know, it would take time. And Stu was kind of slow moving sometimes uh, in his uh, direction, and certainly getting the movie made took a lot of time uh, from the time they announced it to the time it actually came out. Yeah, you share a little bit about that in the book. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit about how that all came about. Yeah, so uh, Father Ed Benioff, a good friend of Stu's, uh, who was a, a priest in Los Angeles, had Mark Warburg in his parish, and they were out to something. And 
And uh, Ed, Father Ed, started pitching the idea about Stu's life to Mark, and Mark initially was kind of reticent. But the more he talked about Stu, the more interested Mark became, I think, because it it mirrored in many ways his own life, uh, some of his own struggles and trials. And so Mark decided he would uh, buy the option on Stu's life and, you know, contacted Stu's dad and the family and began to to do interviews and, and get notes. And they went through, I think, two or three or four different screenwriters and people trying to put it together and they just couldn't get it right. And Mark wasn't happy with it. And finally, when, uh, Mel Gibson had suggested that they use, uh, Rosalyn Ross and let her have a try at the script. She finally got all those pieces connected in a way that it, it really worked and reflected Stu well and stayed on focus with what Stu's life was all about. And so, uh, you know, it was that was six years. I mean, and wow. then they announced it kind of as a surprise. In fact, I started the book before the movie was even announced because I was talking to Bill Long and he said, I don't think there's going to be a movie. There's just no movement. It's 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 Mark's got all these other projects we hear that he's working on. And so we all thought, well, there won't be a movie. And I was like, I don't want to lose my memory of this guy's life. It's too phenomenal. And so I need to write some of it down and do something. And so I'd written a draft of the book and then uh, kind of put it on the shelf, so to speak, for a little bit. And then uh, all of a sudden, one day in March 2021, they're announcing we're we're going to start the production and fathers do the movie. I called up Bill and I go, did you know this? And he goes, what? No, I didn't know that. Uh. So pretty quickly thereafter, they they contacted us and said, hey, hey, hey we're, we're going forward. We're really excited. And so but it came as, as, as a bit of a surprise kind of out of nowhere and uh, certainly wanted to support them while they were doing this. And, and Mark Wahlberg worked really, really hard at getting the movie made and promoting it. And he really put himself out there. Uh, I was really impressed with all of his efforts. Oh, well, it was a wonderful movie, but I think, boy, the real life story that you've put together even better. And thank you so much for just bringing to life and reminding everybody about the wonderful life of your friend, Father Stuart Long. And thank you again for your time today. Father Bart, before we go today during this Advent season, can I ask you to end us in a prayer and your priestly blessing? Certainly. May Almighty God bless and keep all listening in this beautiful season of Advent to draw us closer to the coming of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I like to end, but Father Stu, pray for us. Ah, pray for us indeed. Father Bard, thank you again so very much for your time today.